This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer, a free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this Free For All Friday. We're talking about the high cost of living. We're talking about inflation, which is back after a very long hibernation. And we are being hit with it. And it is especially especially noticeable on your grocery bills. And, uh, you know, that's not negotiable. That's not a luxury. We all have to eat. And interesting, in the wake of this, uh, Sobeys, uh, and I hope it's not just wishful thinking, but they see uh, what they say is a kind of seismic shift, a big shift in people's food habits away from restaurants and more to groceries and cooking at home. And of course, that's what we've been doing during the pandemic. Um, you know, I want to see our restaurants recover, come back. And, uh, you know, when I've been out, they've certainly been pretty full. But we will see what's happening. And I'd also like to hear from you. What are your hacks? Uh, that is kind of an internet word. What are your hacks for getting around these higher prices? So let's take a call from Clay and Ajax. Hi, hi, Clay. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Good. Happy Hanukkah. And uh, you seem to have a sore throat or stuffed nose or something. Uh, I'm fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, Walmart moves into a small community and uh, drop all their prices, put the small guys out of business. Now they're not doing price match anymore. They guarantee low prices. It used to be lowest prices guaranteed, but now they don't. They don't price match. No frills. Uh, they uh, they are selective in price matching, and a lot of the stuff disappears on the shelves when they have a competitor that's got a much lower price. This I know for a fact, and it's too bad. Uh, Sobeys, God bless them. I can't afford to shop there. I I get my paper, my local paper on Thursdays, Libby, and I go through and make sure I see who's got what on sale. Butter, you can buy at a certain place for two forty nine, whereas other places really five ninety nine. Yeah, I mean, Shoppers Drug Mart have the Saturday Sunday specials, and uh, they had their eggs on for two forty nine a dozen. They had their butter on for two ninety nine a dozen or two ninety nine a pound. And I mean, in some places they're charging four dollars for the same thing for the eggs, and the butter is five ninety nine. So, I, like I say, I get my paper and uh, my local paper. Unfortunately, I don't get it till Thursday night, and the sale's already been on for a day. But uh, you know, you, you have to do that now. And this it sounds like you're that, a very smart shopper. And you know, a couple of times when when I went to the drugstore for <laughs> drugs, uh, I was surprised because I saw some dairy products, which, by the way. The biggest increase next year is predicted for dairy products. I saw them on sale. Oh, yeah. And, and um, you know, frankly, uh, when you buy groceries in the drugstore, usually they're more expensive, not not less expensive. So that's a good tip. They, you're saying they do that every weekend? Yes, yeah, Saturday, Sunday they do it. They have the lower prices. I have a Rexall here in Ajax, but they don't uh, they don't carry the dairy products in that, eh? But a shopper at Drug Mart does. Like I say, it's a big difference. You know, you save you save a buck and a half, two dollars on a pound of butter. It adds up, you know. And you're allowed, you know, the four limit of four. Well, you can go back in twice. 
But like I say, oh, really? You're, it's, it's you're not, taking other people's butter from them. Well, I mean, uh, they should be stocking up. And no, it's too bad. Hey, hey, listen, first come, first serve. I got scammed, Libby, for 18 grand day on that Mega Millions deal. Oh, no. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know, I, I report to the local police and they phone in and see how things are going. And they tell me, well, we're working on cold cases from 2019. I would think they'd be working on the fresh ones and put the cold cases still on hold. But that's just me, eh? But it was only 18,000, thank God. But anyway... The other thing is this new deal that uh, Rob Ford's talking about, they happen to have your vaccination proof on a cell phone. Well, not everybody has a cell phone. I have one, and I have a hell of a hard time using it. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's like Doug I, Ford. I mean, I've been vaccinated twice. I had the Pfizer, so i got to wait now 168 days. I can't. My wife and I can't get ours till January 3rd. You know, it's, I don't know. I mean, that, that I don't mind, but like I say, having to have it on your cell phone, that's ridiculous. Well, uh, as I said, we're waiting to hear what kind of accommodation they're going to make because not everybody has a smartphone, not everybody has an easy time uh, using it. I mean, if you've got the smartphone, when you get your booster or when you get your shot, they send you a link. It doesn't last forever, and you just have to, like, you know, click the link with your finger, and then it'll come up, and then you have to just, uh, you know, send yourself an email or something. So uh, Easy. I, I've got I've got a new phone, and honest to God, I don't know how to use it. I've got all kinds of things on it. You know, my 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 great granddaughters are texting me. I don't know how to get it. I don't know how to answer it. You know, and uh, Lord God, I'm not a stupid person, but man, well, I am a stupid person. I got scammed for eighteen grand, but but these don't cell phones say that. to get everything on me, you just got to learn how to use them. Well, you've got to get that great granddaughter or a granddaughter <laughs> to come and show you how to use the phone. Exactly. Anyway, like I said, happy Hanukkah. Thanks. And you do a great show. You know that. I tell you that all the time. Thank you very much, Clay. Bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, thank you for the wishes. Hanukkah is over. Okay, so it ended last weekend. So uh, there you go. Uh, We are on to Christmas coming up very soon. Let us go to Karen in Welland. Hi, Karen. Hi, how are you? Fine, you're on the air. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Uh, I wanted to comment on your grocery um, talk, but also my husband is 65 and he doesn't use a cell phone or computer or anything. So I'm, I'm anxious to hear about the solution to that too. Um, but uh, we used to work on a cash budget buying our groceries and um, that worked quite well. And then suddenly during COVID, we got rid of that. We went back to using debit cards and we're spending a lot more because of that. Uh, but still on being on cash, you still have to come up with a budget. And um, one of my frustrations was well, I usually shop at no frills and stuff. And, and it, this idea of if you want something on sale, uh, you have to buy three or four of them. Sorry, I, I totally it. agree, even not on sale. And, and you know, you're making a really good point about the debit card, especially, you know, I, I had an old debit card for a long time that did not have tap. So mm-hmm. I, I got one with tap. And when you tap for whatever it is, a small thing, right? Uh, what did I, uh, uh, I bought some arugula today with some buns or a bread or whatever it is. It's, it's like, it's not like spending money. It goes and yep. and whatever it is uh it's it's very different than counting out the cash but you know you can't use cash everywhere <laughs> anymore that's, that's right it's, it's just so the way easy. it is 
it's so easy. But the other day, I if if I were on a cash budget, if I wanted, there was three products in the canned aisle that I wanted. But if I had bought according to their deal, I would have spent twenty dollars as opposed to spending six dollars. Just buying a can of this and a can of that and a can of that. That's all I wanted. We're just two people. We don't stock up on a lot um, because of space. But um, so that that part is really frustrating. Why well, it's it's, people- it's always frustrating. And even if you're paying top dollar, I mean, certain things. Uh, sometimes you know, little. I like little cucumbers. Well, uh, but I I can't use six of them before they go bad. Right. right. We're yeah. only two of us. And it goes on and on there. And they package all these things together. And, and uh, dare I say, even worse when other members of my family do the shopping, like they've been coming home lately, they started packaging green beans in huge packages. And, mm. and it's like, come on, you know, we yep. cannot get through those green beans before they go bad. But, uh, you know, they just say, well, uh, you know, that's all they had. So uh, grocery stores, really, uh, you know, you have to take account of the fact that I think single person households are now the the most common form of householders, the largest growing. You have to take account of the fact that there are single person households and two person households and, and we don't have a lot of people to buy this food for. Yeah. Well, I think the grocery stores need to do their part. If we're gonna, we're willing to tighten our belts and do our part, they need to do their part too. <laughs> okay, thank you for that. Thank you. Thanks. Bye bye. All right, Evelyn in Etobicoke. Hi, Evelyn. Hi, Libby. I found this rather amusing yesterday on uh, CP24. I was listening to the guy tell us about you know it's going to cost nine hundred dollars more for groceries next year and whatnot. And when I'm listening to them talk, I'm reading across the bottom. Uh, one of the big grocery stores, I guess I could say the name, but their profit in the last quarter was $171 million, up over $164 million last year. Yeah, well, yeah. And I thought, something's wrong with this picture. Uh, not if you have uh, shares in the grocery store. <laughs> Good heavens. How I are mean, you coping with the prices? That's a healthy profit. I mean, a healthy, um, you know, over, over, in, in one quarter, mm-hmm. they're up 171. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I almost chuckled. I thought, oh my God, girl, get off the top of the screen. Don't be saying that. <laughs> Don't be saying how much it's going to cost us for groceries. And then it's running across the bottom how much profit they're making. Okay, well, I can't speak to uh, what they do on another station. Keep it here on uh, Zoomer Radio, and you won't have that issue. Well, Thanks, you need Evelyn. two days of, of fight back, Luby. you got too many people. Okay. Okay? Thanks. Thanks. Okay, uh, we have time for, I don't know, one or two more. Let us uh, go to Elaine in Trent Lake. Hi, Elaine. Hi, Libby. Wonderful to talk to you. Go uh, ahead. Okay, so... We, and we have very little time all left. All right. So. I would just draw attention to a hideous practice that the stores, the grocery stores have done in the last few years, where if you buy one thing, it's one price, and two things, it's a much lower price. And as a senior, those pennies that they force you to to use can be used for buying fresh vegetables. I happened to go to the store, and I bought one of a lot of things I probably 
drove the checkout girl crazy, but I see that even even 10 yellow or green beans is only 53 cents, but if you have to buy two of something, then you have a real trouble getting fresh vegetables and fruits into our diet. So I want the government to make the grocery stores stop that practice, at least temporary, or give us a senior card so that we get the savings. Well, I hope so. they're listening. I agree with you. Uh, that always annoys me, too. Oh, thank you. Well, let's get a little bit of uh, 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 momentum going on this, because they can do it later. But in these times, it's important that we seniors get fresh vegetables and fruits into our diet. And by, uh, I'll just give you one example. Frozen blueberries, which we all would should have, is two for nine dollars or five forty nine each, which is a savings of a dollar, and a dollar could buy a lot of things like a. Well, I agree uh, with you. Okay. I I agree with you, and it's it's you know it, it's annoying. Uh, Elaine, thanks for your call. Oh, thanks so much, Libby, and all the best. Okay, bye bye. There also, I noticed in some grocery stores, well, they say two for five bucks, but if you buy one, they'll only charge you two fifty. Uh, they're just not telling you that. They're trying to get you to buy two. Uh, we have just a tiny bit of time left. I'm going to take a call from Jim in Pickering. You want to talk about the Olympics, but uh, you know, very brief, please. Okay, well, that's no, that's me. So, yeah, thanks, Libby. You covered a lot of ground today, and very well as usual. Thank you. But when they announced that they were going to have an, uh, the diplomatic boycott and send the athletes, but guarantee their safety, Libby, I thought of you, and I uh, call him. But you know something? Do they realize China is a superpower? Do they realize it's the second largest economy, and they hold so much of our debt? And they've already said there's going to be reprisals, and we don't know what they're going to be. Seriously, how can they guarantee the safety of those? Uh, stand up there and say that by sending a couple of RCMP? Well, I, I, I don't think anybody is anticipating that, you know, they'd snatch Olympic athletes, but you never know. What I don't... about the tennis player? Well, she's Chinese, though. She is yeah. not. She's not a Canadian. She's not representing Canada. I'm telling you, Libby. Yeah. You, we just, you know, there'll be. We'll have a long discussion about this if and when something happens. Well, I would think that those reprisals will be economic, and I'm sure that there will be reprisals. Uh, and yeah. um, you know, I guess uh, this thing sends a message, but not a, not a very very clear one. I would say I've got to go, Jim. Thanks. Okay. Nice to talk to you. Have a good weekend. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. So uh, that's all the time we have for Fight Back for today and for this week. And uh, we'll talk again on Monday. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Here is Libby Snymer. Well, welcome back to this free-for-all Friday, and a lot of people have inflation on their minds. Uh, yesterday, we got this pretty disturbing report on food prices, which said 
that on top of the big increases this year, and I think it was 4.7%, uh, we are likely to see things go even higher in 2022, and that is up to 7%. And they extrapolated uh, nearly another 1000 bucks for a family of four, so 500 for an older couple, if you are on a fixed income, that can be problematic. Also, we're waiting, <clears throat> excuse me, to see uh, the government's new guidance on, on vaccine passports. Uh, it, it may only be a QR code now. So we really want to see what accommodations they are making for people who don't have the technology. And before I get to the phones, I just want to go over the new guidance from uh, our Chief Medical Officer of Health, Teresa Tam, and it is a little disturbing. So uh, they are expecting a resurgence of COVID, and it depends on whether Omicron takes hold. If it does, then it will be even worse. So what they're saying is somewhere, this is a pretty big range, between 2,900 and 15,000 daily cases by mid-January. That's just after the holidays. And uh, Teresa Tam says she's assuming that the Omicron variant is three times more transmissible than Delta. And if that's the case, we could see 26,000 cases a day. Wow, that is really disturbing. Um, and uh, the health minister says Canada's capacity to test all non-U.S. travelers has increased, but is still limited. And as of the end of November, the airports could administer 11,000 tests a day, and now they can handle 17,000 a day. So um, that's pretty disturbing news as we head into the holidays. The numbers four one six three six zero zero seven forty toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Let's go to Ron in Guelph. Hello, Ron. Hello, Libby. Um, quick comment. I've got to get driving here somewhere, but I just um, the inflation that we've already got and what's coming is uh, affecting all of us seniors who, unfortunately, were stuck with defined pensions, right? Well, uh, on the other hand, if you're a glass half full uh, person, having a defined pension is better than having to rely on your government pension. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I've already calculated that last year, and um, that apparently CPP and OAS calculate based on cost of living, and they do that a couple of times a year rather than just in January, but Right, but it's uh, it, it's um, it's not enough to live on, generally speaking, or it's very difficult to live on it. So, well, anyway, go on, I mean, go it, on. I hear you. Yeah, most people have got. I'm trying to think of the word now. What's the other uh, pension plan? The um, uh, the one that adjusts for inflation and whatnot that most uh, places are doing now. But I said most of the private companies uh, use the defined pension. So what you got when you retired is the same thing you're going to get in 20 years, regardless of what the inflation is. Yeah, but uh, right. But on the other hand, <clears throat> a lot of people who don't have that, they get less. Well, yeah. According to circumstances guess, like, and how their fund is doing. So, uh, you know, the, the defined benefit plan is a lot of people consider that the gold standard. A lot of people would think you lucked out. But even lucking out, this inflation is a problem. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm getting it uh, backwards because my pension's never going to change. Right. Maybe I've got my terminology wrong then. 
Well, it, it's never going to change, which means it's not going to go down. Well, no, it, yeah, it, it will not go down. Anyway, that's the comment I wanted to make about the uh, um, some of the pension plans that are never going to change. Uh, so inflation expects those of us who've got that, but I guess I should be Gabby. I've got one at all in, right? Uh, well, uh, it depends how you look at things. Um, it, the inflation is a problem. There's no question. Yeah, it's uh, said it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, there's a lot of people that, I mean, the wages haven't kept up. I mean, $15 no. an hour isn't going to even be close to what people need to live on now, whether it's uh, seniors or anybody else. So. Well, and if you're making 15 bucks an hour minimum wage, you aren't getting <clears throat> a pension. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> not getting a pension. So, all right. So be happy with what I've got then, right? Uh, that's always a good plan. <laughs> Thanks, Libby. Thanks, Ron. Okay, yeah, be happy with what you've got. Always a good plan for a happy life. Let us go to Pat in Toronto. Hi, Pat. Uh, Libby, uh, I would love to comment on the man about the pension, but the more immediate um, crisis we've got is that news that just came out about what the cases might turn into. Uh, Pat, you know what? Your line is really bad. Are you on a speakerphone or something? Uh, I am on a Okay. Uh, do you want to call back? Uh, I'm not on a speakerphone because I can't hear you. Okay. Okay. I'm sure Pat will call back. And people don't call on speakerphones. They're not good for us. And also remember, uh, turn down your radio because otherwise we'll get an echo. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's go to Sita in Mississauga. Hello, Sita. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Good, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Um, everything is co- is so expensive and will only get worse as long as the pandemic is here. So people, it's a good thing to stock up and buy a lot when they're on sale, like meat and can, and these can last for like months. Absolutely. There are all kinds of uh, things that you can do to mitigate the increase. Uh, There's also, you know, the grocery stores are now uh, pushing harder with, you know, enjoy tonight, which means they're giving you stuff that is very close to its best before date. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing about that is that I know personally, because of the pandemic, I'm trying to shop less. So, I, I, you know, buy a week's worth of protein uh, and it's, it's not going to be on sale then, uh, you know, and, and I also find because of that, more goes bad because you buy what you think you're going to need to cook or whatever. Uh, but there is this enjoy tonight thing that seems to be more prevalent. There's also, a, I did a story on it. There, there's an app called Too Good To Go. This is for people with the technology, and and at the end of the day, some, including some high-end groceries, for 10 bucks you get, I mean, it's a surprise what you get, but Mm -hmm. um, you can get some really, really good stuff uh, for 10 bucks, and, uh, you know, use your creativity. Yeah, and then, of course, if you don't use everything or not going to use it, like vegetables or meat, throw it in the freezer. Yeah, not everything freezes, but yes, absolutely. My freezer is crammed. What about that? I think I need a new freezer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a freezer. (laughs) Anyway, I like to touch on the topic, and thank you so much for sharing your experience with cancer, and keep talking about it. You are giving others the strength to be brave and have hope. 
and let's not forget Sheila Basra. Oh she, yes, Sheila. She was terrific, and and she was so young when she died. Yeah. Um, but uh, we have to give a lot of credit to our current medical officer of health in Toronto, Eileen Devilla, yes. who went public with her diagnosis, and I think helped a lot of people and kind of brought us back to that conversation about screening. I mean, she's a public person, to be perfectly honest. Uh, The way I see it is that she really didn't have a lot of choice about uh, going public with it because, uh, you know, if she suddenly, she's everywhere all the time. And if she suddenly disappeared, you know, people would be asking questions. So it's good to get ahead of it. But but she really did us all a service, I think, by doing that. And again, in, in case she's listening, uh, we wish you all the best. Yes. Speedy recovery. But don't go back to work too oh, soon. Please don't. I hope she takes time off for herself. And that's very important right now. Okay. And, um, of course, I put off getting my mammogram because of the COVID, but my doctor flagged me when I went for my flu shot. So I have that book for next Okay, next. well, that's good. You have a good doctor. Oh, <laughs> that's my God, good. he's amazing. He's amazing. I don't understand. I feel bad for people who say they have bad experience, but my doctor is amazing. I cannot. He keep on track of everything. Okay. Okay, Sita, have a great weekend. Let us go. Pat is back on a better line. Hi, Pat. Hi, Libby. That's better. Um, this issue or this information coming, the, the, the possible surge in, in cases ties in with this inflation issue. Uh, you know, people who don't get vaccinated and end up in hospital are costing us hundreds of millions of dollars. So why don't we do this? Why don't we give them a 10-day period right now to go and get vaccinated? But after that, if you show up in the hospital, uh, we're not going to, we'll treat you. But the cost is going on to a deferred payment plan. And, uh, you know, we will take that money away from you over the next 10 years or 20 years. I mean, the cost is, is going to be so horrendous if we get those numbers that are being suggested and people will die. So I think we've got to, we've got to really, um, you know, we, we've tried to use the incentive, you know. the Pat, the, I would say there is less than a zero chance of that. Well, I'm just suggesting it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, suggest, uh, um, and did, did you want to say something about inflation? Well, or, what I'm saying is the money we could save there could be used for various ways to help seniors who are on fixed incomes, um, because we wouldn't be spending those billions of dollars on unnecessary health care. Well, um, it depends how you view it. Okay. Is Pat, it not unnecessary? I mean, if people would go and get vaccinated. Well, yeah, but, but uh, you know, I, I have been for quite a while of the opinion that those who have not been convinced to do it yet will not do it. So there well, you go. I give them one last chance. And, and what, would, what would the triage be if we do end up with these numbers? I would certainly, you know, be suggesting that we be treating everybody else before we treat the unvaccinated. That uh, that's, th- that's not what people who take a Hippocratic oath do. And oh, well, uh, let's hope we don't get into that situation. Well, that is a I terrible agree. situation. Pat, Thank thanks you. for your call. Bye. Bye. Okay. 
let me give the numbers out again. 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. Inflation is back. Uh, we've had a really long run basically without it, but it is back, back with a vengeance. And yesterday we just saw a report saying, boy, expect increases of up to 7% in your food bill. That's uh, the basics. That's not anything that is negotiable. And we've all seen what's happening at the gas pump. If you drive, uh, don't even talk about the cost of homes, everything. Everything is just more expensive. And we're going to have to figure out how to cope with it. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Let's go to Victor in North York. Hi, Victor. Hi, uh, Luby. We love your show, my wife and myself. Great. Thank you very much. And you're doing a great job. Uh, I am going to thank God for this Good Friday. I am going to share something that I become last year, last December, I become uh, retired. 65, oh. and I was collecting less than $1,100, 10 57 and some changes. I said, okay, I can survive. Like, we can survive with my wife. The same thing, like, for rent and food and everything we share. But after a few months, after check that I received, I was thankful for that. Then I received a letter that they told me from next month till next June, June 2022, I will receive only $485. Then I say, how can I live with this $485? So I catch up. I went to CMP. I went so many different ways. I called Service Ontario, Canada, whatever I mean. Finally, I went to the office here. I had to see somebody because even security, they don't let you go inside. I say, I'm not going out. I have to see somebody. How can I live? I, okay, I owe $8,000. Anyway, supervisor came with the lady, another lady, check out, they say, you didn't qualify for that serve last day they pay, but I, I qualify for four times, $8,000. I say, okay, I owe you $8,000 to government. You should deduct maybe 100 or $150 or $200 maximum a month. So anyway, I didn't know what to do. And, you know, just uh, almost I was giving up, but I said, I pray God, you know, I believe. I say, I have only you. I don't have no power, nothing to do anything else. And I am trying to get job. Thank God I am in good shape in my age. I can do good job, but nobody will hire after 55, whatever I mean. So, I mean, uh, about these things, but last Friday I received my statement from the bank that they didn't deduct anymore. So I called this is miracle, and I thought maybe I will share with you and with your listeners. I mean, for Christmas for me, gifts, for Hanukkah, whatever, all of them that I respect, so I was going to share with you this, and thank you so I, much for your... I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. You know, this whole issue, the government, the federal government, has yes. been going after people who didn't qualify for CERB payments, and it was pretty confusing, yes. uh, with, you know, very, very... Uh, they've been going after hard. And then, you know, the yes. Auditor General here in Ontario was telling us about... The millions of dollars that went to businesses that didn't qualify. <laughs> and the Ford government, you know, says it's written off. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're going to, you know, it's exactly. It's they, can't, they can't I leave you in a position. In office in Young and Shepherd area, I meet the gentleman. 
that he came out, you know, he was waiting to see somebody else. And he hear my story because line up, people, they were standing there. I mean, he's 4,900 Young Street. Anyway, passport office upstairs is huge. But thank God I had opportunity to fight for my right. But the guy, he came out to smoke cigarettes. He, <laughs> he said with me, he didn't qualify for that. And instead, 14000 he got $18,000, like nine times 2000 he got. And still he was, he didn't qualify because he had good income. He said, I am making over $150,000. I say, you see the situation? You make this and you share with me this. But I am that very average guy, just honest. I was straightforward. And even I told them, a lot of people, even they owe somebody, they, they, they don't admit that. But I say, I admit, I admit I, to federal, to government, I owe $8,000. But you don't have to deduct $575 every month till next June. How can I live that? Victor, thank you for sharing your story. That's a good story for a Friday. And all the best to you. Thank you. All the best to you. Have a good Shabbat. Okay. And Merry Christmas to all your listeners. Okay. Happy Hanukkah to all your listeners. All the best to you guys. Okay. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty, we've got to take another break. Let me give the numbers out again before we go to break. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We'll be back with more of this free-for-all Friday, the one, the original one, when we come back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby Snymer, a free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Here is Libby Snymer. Good afternoon and welcome to this Free For All Friday. And as always, there is a lot to talk about. And some of it is about things that we haven't even had a chance to cover on the show. And I want to talk about food prices a bit. Yesterday, we saw this report that said that in addition to the food inflation that we have all experienced this year, uh, expect Another up to 7% increase in prices next year, and that's the most since the uh, Agri-Food Analytics Lab started doing these reports. We just found out that in the U.S. it is the highest inflation of a generation. I mean, you know, face it, we've kind of gotten used to basically no inflation. But if you're of a certain age, and I think most of our listeners are, uh, you remember inflation back in the 70s, back in the 80s. Well, it looks like it's back. And, uh, you know, I don't usually get excited about things that go viral on the internet. But there was one person that posted the grocery haul for 95 bucks, and it included a lot of brand name products like potato chips and cheddar cheese. And he ended up getting very criticized because of all the brand name stuff. Uh, uh, cause the upshot was like, look, is this really worth 
95 bucks, and then people said, oh, if you get no name, this or that. But uh, so what do you think? I mean, everybody has things that they like better than other things. And I think you should be able to buy that in your groceries. So what do you make of it? What have you been doing to try to get a handle or, or on, on these food prices? You know, according to that report, nearly a thousand bucks more for a family of four and uh, probably around 500 bucks more for an older couple because uh, depending on ages of children, it's either more or less food than adults eat. So I want to hear from you on this because really um, it's, uh, you know, it's a blow because other things are not going up. A lot of people live on a fixed income, and we've heard that it's going to increase food insecurity uh, and food banks, the, you know, the, the charities that help people out with this. Well, it's going to hit them, too. They're going to have to raise more money just to provide the same amount of food. There's also a lot of other stuff. We're going to be hearing the new rules regarding your vaccine passport. Uh, uh, the thought is that they will say only QR codes are good. So what arrangement are they going to make for people who don't have the technology? Uh, you know, I don't have the answer to that, but I think they had better be thinking about those people. Those people should not be left behind. Right now, a lot of people get their stuff um, um, laminated. I was going to say marinated. I'm still thinking about food. Uh, They get it laminated. Um, uh, I don't know that there's a problem with that. But anyway, let us start to get to it. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866- 744-740. And let's go to Rhonda in Kitchener. Hi, Rhonda. Yes, good afternoon, Libby. Thank you for uh, taking my call. Uh, Libby, I'm a mid-senior, and I'm concerned about the grocery prices because I don't get my pensions or wages indexed to inflation like the government. It's a vicious circle, and it's really hitting the seniors and the families of Ontario very, very hard. Uh, the answer to this is unnecessary. Raising the prices from gas to food is not going to help. They have to sit down and really take a serious look at this, give the seniors a raise, definitely a raise, retroactive. I mean, this didn't just start a long time ago. The seniors have been underpaid now for, I'd say, <laughs> since my mother uh, in, the, in the late 70s and 80s. I mean, what are these poor people going to live on? Me, I'm getting scared because I can't go back to work because... My daughter had cancer, and I'd love to go back to work, but I can't because she's been in the hospital twice now just for ordinary virus. She's still in the hospital right now. So what am I going to do? How many people in your household, Rhonda? Pardon me? How many people? Are are you a single-person household, or do you have more people? I lost my husband in 2019, dear. Sorry to hear that. And it's been struggling before that because my husband was disabled, and it's struggling more now. And I, they never can get a raise like my mother didn't. And I think that's ridiculous. Well, they should have got a raise. I mean, government's indexed to inflation. I mean, give us a bit more than 1% every few years or whatever. But I'm in between. I don't have a pension. I'm just on a widow. And um, Ontario works. So what's going to happen? And these poor people that are, that, that are less fortunate than me, 
What's going to happen to them? Well, exactly. This isn't just a problem now. It's been a problem for a while. Everything's above our heads. You know what I mean? It'll be everything. The prices, the houses. For the ordinary working Canadian, everything is above our heads, out of reach. Well, everything is just life is getting a lot more expensive. And, you know, from one month to the next, things keep going up. Yes, but what what can they do? Put a cap on stuff? I guess that's not going to help. But just be fair. I don't know how the government, because they've ever been fair, but that's another thing. I mean, be fair. The families to of the families to Ontario, but most the seniors. Okay, Rhonda, you know thanks for me? that. Thank you for that. I, I totally understand the way she feels. Everything just keeps getting higher and higher, except her income, and uh, it's it's tough out there. There's no question about that. Uh, people in our demographic, if you bought your home a long time ago, then that's pretty good news. But uh, you know, you need to have some place to live, one way or another. Let's go to Michelle in Toronto. Hi, Michelle. Hi. It's nice to talk to you. Thank you. Um, I'm calling uh, regarding the passports, uh, the COVID passport certificates, vaccination certificates. Yep. And I'm glad that you mentioned uh, that a government has to really be aware of people who do not have the technology uh, to deal with getting rid of the paper. Um, I'm in a situation where I'm electrically hypersensitive. I cannot use the technology without getting really sick. And my life has been narrowed greatly since all of this started in terms of my disability. Uh, And to think that the little bit that I can do might be cut off because I can't carry a phone feels really wrong. And um, considering that there are thousands of people in my situation in Toronto alone, I think they really have to figure out a different way of dealing, you know, with this problem. And it is a problem. Well, I I completely agree with you. I mean, we've we've just had snippets and leaks. I, it's hard to imagine that they would be so callous as to say, <clears throat> "Too bad, you need a QR code. You need to have a smartphone." Uh, you know, I think it's difficult in older phones. I don't even know, but uh, you know. So there's. I'm assuming that. They somebody who is dealing with all of this will have the brains to realize that they really have to do uh, something about this, or else they're going to look like just complete jerks. So well, you have much more faith than I do <laughs> in the say, government to, to I, be aware I, and to do something that's sensible. I really hope so, because I said there's many folks in my position, and there are many folks that that can't afford the technology. Well, exactly. And there are many folks who um, uh, can't or won't use the technology. So uh, there are hurdles at all levels. And I keep saying this to people that the the fact of life is that there's going to be more and more done through technology. And, and, you know, I don't think there is anything to change that. But they have to accommodate people who can't. And uh, I'm willing to wait until 2 o'clock and to hear what the plans are, because, again, it, it would have to reach a very high level of callousness or stupidity to, to ignore those people. But yeah. you never and, know. Well, you never know, because it's happened before. And although tech, I am, technology is not my best thing, um, I am not against technology. What I want is safe technology. 
And as we have it now, it isn't safe for everybody. Okay, thank you, Michelle, for that. Thank you very much. Have a good weekend. Okay, let me give the numbers out again. 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-740-4740. So far, we've talked about the high cost of food and everything else. Uh, Inflation is with us. And, you know, um, it's been a long time. It's been a long time since we had to factor this into our budgets and and deal with it and cope with it uh, because it hasn't been with us for a very long time. We've kind of got used to zero inflation. The flip side, the bad side, was uh, also low interest rates for your savings, if that's the way you save. But um, here it is, back again. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free one 6-6-7-40-4-7-40. We're also waiting to this news about those QR codes. Apparently, hundreds of people at the border have uh, tried to present fraudulent vaccine passports. And that's possibly the reason that they're doing this. But let's hope they don't make another big mistake while they do it. You never know, though. <clears throat> let's go to Daniel in Richmond Hill. Hi, Daniel. Hi, good day, Libby. Love your show. Thank you. Um, I think the biggest obstacle with respect to establishing affordable housing is the fact that um, various municipalities and jurisdictions within Ontario, as well as the rest of the country, within a two-hour perimeter of major urban centers, make it awfully difficult for individuals to buy land from farmers. And I'll explain why. If you go in any area one or two hours north of the city or the west or the east, whatever, and you want to buy a plot of half an acre, the municipality is going to charge you between thirty to $50,000 for a new home development permit. And there's so much red tape in doing that. And it's because municipalities want large um, development builders to buy land from farmers because then they can incur a great deal of more property tax and it's much better for the municipality. So that's problem number one. Problem number two is you can make a rather nicely appointed dwelling for under $50,000 by pretty much deploying um, a six or 700 square foot portable, the same things you see behind schools. And you can have a nice two-bedroom facility, you know, high-density living north of the city. You will establish communities. You'll have a patch of grass. You're not looking at high concentration in high-rise Are you talking about trailer parks? Trailer parks, but they've come a long way. They, they are not like what you imagined back in Northern California in the 70s. Um, they are about six, seven, eight hundred square feet. Um, you know, they still conform well, to the code as far as construction. Okay, Daniel, I think we get your drift. I don't know if those are the kinds of living arrangements that most people are hoping for, but uh, an interesting thought. Thank you for your call. Uh, let's hear from Rob in Kitchener. Hi, Rob. Hi there. Uh, I've been uh, listening to you, uh, your program since Dale was on. Okay, great. <laughs> Yeah. Any case, uh, I found uh, I'm single and I'm single for about seven years. My wife left me. So 
I buy, in essence, a similar type of groceries week to week. And I've noticed in the last 10 years, my shopping basket has gone double to what it used to be. In 10 years? I, I would have thought that it would uh, be more recently. Yeah, well, a lot of it is recent. I mean, uh, what I used to get for 50 or $60 now is 120 Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the other thing about QR, I, I, I think I understand why the government went with that. It's all these fake uh, doctors who've been uh, sending out these uh, uh, forms so that you don't need the needle. Well, the, the, I mean, definitely, I, according to what I've been reading, there there's fraud, and the QR code is an attempt to stop that. I'm just saying yes. they have yes. to figure out some kind of accommodation for people who don't have the technology. What if they, uh, the government would send something like our driver's license in that respect, uh, and a, a, a lacquered piece? Huh? You, your fun. guess is, is as good as mine uh you know i don't know that they're taking suggestions from us i'm i'm just waiting to hear at two o'clock you know i'm sure it will come up i'd be very surprised if it doesn't come up and if someone hasn't thought about it but as i said you never know (laughs) you never know know. it's just uh, like you know life is getting poorer and poorer i got a pension that's eighteen hundred dollars now you figure on rent because i rent now I could pay anywhere from twelve to fifteen hundred dollars for an apartment. Yep. Well, what's left of my pension then? Not very much. Exactly. And the government said we're going to uh, increase the pension. Yeah, seventy-five and over because that's the smallest demographic. Well, uh, it's a start, I would say, and they certainly took their time. They they promised it, ran on yeah. it, and then a year later, it's happening before another election. That's pretty cute, but yeah. uh, that's yeah. a whole yeah. other story. Rob, yeah. thanks for your call. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, we have got to take a break. Uh, let me give you the numbers before we go to break. We've been talking about the QR codes. We've been talking about food inflation. There are a lot of other things to talk about. Uh, we're seeing a big spike in cases to begin with. So do you think that we should introduce more restrictions? Things have been relaxed. And are you going to change any plans you might have made in the light of this, uh, this new Omicron variant. Um, The good news is that it does seem to be less virulent, uh, partly because a lot of some of the people who are getting it are already vaccinated. So what do you think about that? I mean, we're so close to the holidays, and I know people are so happy that they're going to be able to see loved ones this year. Everybody's been missing it. Everybody is kind of stressed and pent up. So what do you think about all that? Also, uh, what about protecting your car? Are you going to get one of those uh, boot lock things for your steering wheel so it can't be stolen out of the driveway? You know, if you drive a Lexus SUV, maybe that's a good idea. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740, and we will be right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, 
and The Garden Show.